Hey everybody, welcome to Caffeinated Humor. You know, before I get started, quick shout out to Ireland, which I don't know if you've been paying attention, but a couple of episodes ago I talked about Ireland is the number one demographic after the United States. The United States is huge, but Ireland's at like 8% now. I don't know what I'm doing right or wrong, but Ireland loves me and I love you. So thank you much. And shout out to Australia, which is creeping up in the uh, the rankings here. So thank you. And moving on to today's episode. You know, it's an interesting time we live in. I mean, right now it's all, everything's going down in COVID. So the home workout is a big deal now, much bigger than it was, say, six months ago. You want to buy a pair of dumbbells? You're going to pay through the nose. I mean, I've seen dumbbells that used to go at, there's a, a local franchise called Play It Again Sports. It's used sporting goods. And people sell their stuff there on consignment or they buy it from you and, and then they resell. But you used to be able to get a set of like, say, 15 pound dumbbells, two of them, 10 bucks a piece. I mean, they were cheap. Now those things are going for, goodness, 50 bucks, 60, 70 bucks for the two of them. And it was ridiculous. It is very much a seller's market. You're just screwed. And people are into their workouts. Trust me, I know. They shut down. I do cardio kickboxing and they shut my gym down. So I'm just angry and pissed off. And I miss the days when you could do an unusual workout. You know, not everybody does cardio kickboxing, but it works for me and I love it. But there are people that are pissing and moaning about not being able to go to yoga and CrossFit and their regular gym, just so they can go and stand on an elliptical and be seen. Because those people still do exist. But it's also got to do with just what you've created for yourself. Because very few people work out as an adult from a workout routine that they had as a kid. When you were a kid, you really didn't need to work out. You know, if you were an athlete, you just had to practice your skills. You didn't really have to get into shape unless you were like a chubby kid. And then, let's be serious, you didn't give a shit about the skills anyway. I had a couple of friends when I was little that were, they were very chubby. One was playing baseball, and he never really took it that serious. The other one was into football. That's okay, there's a lot of chubby kids in football. Especially, you know, pre-high school, your entire front line are just fat guys. Then you get into high school, and that's where the first filter happens, where the, the guys who were the fat kid in, in Pop Warner, eh, now they're starting to, to slim out or bulk up or get themselves into shape to go with their bulk. And this is where the high school stars come from, and the guys that go on to college, that go on to the pros. That's a pretty tight filter, because you start off with, say, a million kids nationwide. Starters in high school, you're looking at a, a fraction of that. The ones that go on to college on scholarship and start on the team, an even smaller fraction. And the guys that actually make it not only to the NFL, but start, goodness, it's, it's less than 1% of that group that you started with. And so it's rather impressive, actually. But it's if you're doing an unusual sport, like I also do mud runs on occasion, back when they allowed that. And it was fun because you could go, you get filthy in mud, and just across the finish line is a, a beer waiting for you. And that's an awesome way to finish any athletic event, is to have a nice crisp beer while being covered with mud. 
But it's also got a lot to do with I didn't care how I looked because it was what I was doing. And that's how some people get into their sports. You know, they don't care how they look because they're just that into it. Not to be confused with yoga people who are all about what they look like and how they look. And who saw them? And did you know I got these pants from Lululemon? Do you know that they're $400? You know, they're just, they're like vegans. If you don't know, they're going to tell you in the first 10 minutes of meeting them. And trust me, yoga pants on somebody that they're not suited for, please don't do that to us. Okay? There's a, such a thing as a social contract. You owe it to society not to do that shit in public. But all that, that whole idea of people doing what they're going to do, and if they're really into it, they don't give a shit who, uh, who sees what. But that all leads us to today's episode, Damn You Spielberg, on today's Caffeinated Humor. an interesting phenomenon going on at the Manhattan Beach, California Starbucks. Wharf rats have invaded. Now before the SPCA gets called or gets involved here, let me define a wharf rat. Now most mornings, the downtown Manhattan Beach Starbucks is packed with two types of people. First, there's business people, guys in their power suits, and ladies in truly incredible business attire. Side note, gone are the days of businesswomen dressing like pseudo-men. I mean, there is some amazingly hot business wear going on. And then there are the workout people, what I call the MMFs, the Manhattan Money Frows. Basically useless people with way too much money and time on their hands. Now, they take their yoga and simply must be seen in the latest $400 Lululemon yoga pants. And the bicycle people, they just sweat and sit around with several thousand dollars of bicycle machinery sitting, just leaning up against the newsstand. Now there's been a new athlete appearing in steadily larger numbers. I call them the wharf rats. They're always wet, but not in that sexy, dirty way. Hair dripping. Sweats have dark, wet patches from where they put them on before they were completely dry. And they're wearing flip-flops or Crocs. I think Crocs should be banned as a cruel and unusual punishment, but that's me. Now, they don't seem to care who sees them in their somewhat disheveled state. So they're not dressing to impress. They're not spending thousands on machinery. So what the hell are they doing? They're swimming around the outside of the pier. That's it. That's all. Swimming around the pier. I don't get it. Where's the ego stroke here? I mean, this is in the age of me, 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 fucking me. Everything is about self. The bigger, better deal. So who are these people to simply be working out without all the trappings of the modern age? No special trainers, special gear, special roll-up mats made out of imported space-age material. There's nothing sustainable about what they're doing. They're just working out, for God's sake. You'd think they would clean up more. Or at least a bit more. At least dry their hair. There's nothing worse than stringy, wet hair when you're used to seeing something else at your local Java speakeasy. But perhaps I'm being a little harsh. Lord knows I could use a little workout. 
Maybe I should be out there at sunrise with the rest of them, dog paddling my chunky butt around the pier. And I would, except for one thing. Peter fucking Benchley. Some of you know who he is. Some of you, mainly the illiterate ones, do not. In 1975, I saw a gruesome little film called Jaws. I was nine years old. I was reluctant to get into the ocean much after that. And then the hammer dropped. In the summer of 85, I graduated high school. I found a copy of Jaws at the local bookstore, and I bought it. It wasn't a quick read. Benchley loved him some details. But the book fucked me and my head and the ocean for good. We're never going to settle here. Haven't been underwater in the ocean since then. I'll get my feet wet. That's awesome. I'll do that. But that's it. It's sad in a way. I realize I could never move away from the ocean. I do love it. But I'll never go in it. Because Jaws is waiting. How twisted is that? I think my coffee's ready to drink. Hey, hope you liked today's episode. Like it, subscribe to it. Hell, there's a link around here to help support it. But most importantly, listen to more episodes. You can also go to Amazon. You're going to find a series of books under the name Caffeinated Humor based on the podcast. Take care and have a great day. Bye.